I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. My guest today is Maureen Healy, a family nurse practitioner, author, and founder of Virtual Healing, Inc., which offers both hands-on and telehealth service focused on providing hospital recovery assistance. Maureen is a strong advocate for patient safety and incorporating families and caregivers to promote rapid recovery and is also the author of Your Guide to a Safe and Swift Hospital Stay, which teaches patients, families, friends, and caregivers how to prevent hospital mistakes, infections, falls, errors, and speed recovery. And it is my absolute pleasure to have you join us today with this incredibly timely information. Thank you for being here, Maureen. Hey, Maureen, what inspired you to write this book? And what do you hope that caregivers and other readers will get from reading this book? The inspiration came from my mother's accident when I was suddenly thrown into the position of being the family, being the caregiver, and just the everything that I did as an RN to get her body moving post car accident. And, and it actually gave me a new perspective that I, cause I knew when I, all these baby steps, getting her moving, getting her roll, turning from side to side and walk, helping her to the bathroom and such uh, was the early steps to her recovery. But the, what I noticed was families didn't know this. Of course it's basic nursing. And I was working as an RN in the ER at the time and, People, patients, families were actually literally asking me, what can I do to help my loved one? I, if you just tell me. And so that was the, the birth of the thought of the book. In regular times, it's a challenge to have your loved one um, go safely through a hospitalization process. But now during this COVID era, it must be a challenge on steroids. How can families, caregivers keep their loved ones safe during hospitalizations? Their, their hospitals and rehabs are only letting people in one family member at a time. And that makes it very difficult, especially if it's our older seniors, our parents and their, and their spouses are, are the ones that are staying there. So the kids don't, are not there to be advocates. And it's, it is challenging. You have to get one family member to represent the entire family and to contact the actual nurse that's taking care of that person for the day and just hope that you can get that time with him or her. And, and once you know what's going on, then you actually, you can use the book as a guide to ask them if, if they've gotten up and ask them about their medicines and ask them about their labs and just, and, and literally, and have those results be handed over to the mom or dad that's at the bedside. What are, what are the, some of the secrets that we'll find in the book that you <laughs> share with us about how to uh, navigate hospitalization safely. Well, and it's not just navigate, you, you learn to become part of, and that was the goal, to become part of the healthcare team. You know, so much in, in the past, you go in there and you just kind of stand back and watch what's going on. And that's 
not what you, you, that's not what you want to do. You actually want to do hands on and help your loved one move their, their extremities. If, if, if they've had a stroke or you know, apply it to that particular person. But the, the secret would be participating. I mean, and then, and thinking about the food, if, the dietary part of it. I used to bring in an apple a day for my mom. That the F for and pain free is is faith, or it could be funny. So you want you want to try to get that person to smile, and and, and that will help their bodies to to recover too. Produces endorphins. It's all the baby steps. What can you tell us about how to get the other partners on your loved one's care team during the hospitalization? To, you, to listen to you and, and pay attention to you because you're the one who knows your loved one the best. One trick is don't get them, don't call between, they work seven to seven a.m. and p.m. So you, between six and eight a.m. and p.m. you don't want to call them because there's there's a lot of work to do. So they're not going to give you the time and, and at that, at the, and those and the shift hours. change. The shift change, you don't want to call anytime. You want to give them time to, to get going, get their day going. Uh, catch them at the end of the shift around five o'clock. So you get a clear understanding and that's about it. But another, again, a secret is getting only one family member to be the main delegate because you can't have, when you have several people calling, that just, it's more confusion. It's better. They already know that you've taken the baby steps and you understand how to work with the system. uh, And hopefully they have a respect for you. Like you hopefully have for them. Right. Exactly. And there has to be. And that's a, a good thought. You have to you can't come across mean or rude. You want to come across open and, and supportive of it. And so you get the full picture. It's a hands on and tele, telehealth form of communication, providing post hospital recovery assistance. So there's the book. There's three ways. The book, consulting services and the long t- I call it long term. It's for our again, our older seniors who the hospitals just transfer from the hospital to the skilled nursing facilities. And so I get them home and manage their health and expedite their recovery. And they, and I work with the healthcare team, the, the home health agencies, physical occupational therapists, pharmacies, physicians, and, and just maintain that continuity of care. Can you quickly walk me through what a caregiver will find when they start reading your guide to safe and swift hospital stay, which I love the title. How does it lay out? What are the chapters like? Sure. It's the, well, pain free and that P is for patient advocate. And of course we have to take, do what's best for our loved ones in their best interest. And that's a continuous thing. And uh, always uh, you want, you want to look, listen, and learn what's going on with that person. Again, that's when you're at the bedside. A is for ambulation. And that would, that can be when they're still in bed, bed rest, but getting up, getting them sitting up on the side of the bed. And then of course, to the bathroom, to the chair and so on. And I is infection. And now we all know the benefits of hand-washing nutrition is the end and there's food. So many, if it's medical that caused them to be in the hospital, they have inflammatory issues at, at a cellular level, like almost pretty much everybody. I mean, the diabetics, hypertension, all of the medical, all those chronic conditions, their cells are already inflamed. So there's foods 
that you don't want to eat. All those prepackaged foods, those are going to make your condition worse. And a lot of people don't are not aware of that. So you want to tweak that, make better dietary choices. And F is faith and just tapping into your spiritual belief system, whatever that is. And then R is remember to follow up. So those lab results that were done this morning, instead of I, I, instead of just asking the nurse how were they, I would I'm suggesting now to actually get a copy of those results because it shows what their what your loved ones what what the lab numbers are the values and then to then the next column over is the the actual the norms. Yeah, I Eat. think that's great. Get, <laughs> get a copy of everything you can absolutely get your hands on. And they can just copy it, the x-rays and anything, any report, and yes, start getting copies. Absolutely. And then E is, for the pain-free, E is eliminate, and that's just addressing it because when the plumbing doesn't work, it's, it's going to cause problems. <laughs> and then, so let's prevent it. And, and then E is educate, and you do have to educate yourself as to the hospital flow and who's doing what. And it helps you in the medications. It just helps you become cognizant of what's going on with your loved one. And then and it prevents complications and errors. I've mentioned it a couple of times in the book to put the phone down because those nurses and every every hospital staff, they're only in there for a few minutes, as you know. And and if, if people are on their phone or they answer their phone or they're texting, you're going to miss that opportunity to see what's happening and and you're never going to get that back and the phone can wait that's another p pay attention yes pay attention exactly i have a checklist on on the back of at the end of each chapter as far as just different thoughts to think about like the the bed is it low is it is it locked you can lean up on it and you can feel it because it's easy to unlock the bed. Or if they've moved the person to go get an x-ray then via bed, then it's just easy. It's never intentional, obviously, but it's human error that I found. That was my experience. Almost everything was human error. The family caregiver could be extra eyes and ears. Right. Absolutely. I made reference to that. Eyes and ears. Good job, Gary. (laughs) See, I read. (laughs) You do. So, and I actually, in the very beginning, I made a reference to a football team, the quarterback. I don't know if you read that, if you remember that part. You are the quarterback, really. You, you are the yes. manager. And then yeah. and the coaches, right? The coaches are the families. Maureen, what's the one most important piece of advice you'd like to share with family caregivers? Well, for the book, it's that empowerment to step up and ask those questions, ask them what what medications you're giving them and, and ask them what the vital signs are and, and the labs and just, just ask them and, and let them know that you want to participate in, in that empowerment. Maureen, how do we find you? How do we find the book? Uh, what are your contact information? Well, the, my website is virtualhealing.com and you can, the book is on Amazon. So you can go to Amazon or go to the website and click and it will take you right to Amazon for the book. And then you can schedule an appointment with me. I do offer uh, free uh, initial consultations and then email me.